Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggrey and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. This game can flip on a dime. You get it going, guys get hot, or you, know, you drop another guy to an injury, and you're kind of going, wow, man, this is, uh, this is pretty tough. But, you know, we're not hanging our head. We're not thinking we're not any good. We, we know we can play. We just... We're playing with guys that we're not, you know, that, that, that haven't been a part of the combination combination that got us, you know, 30, 30 wins coming into tonight. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. Hogs lose again, fourth straight game, and on the road at Missouri State. The Bears improved to 23 and 16. Arkansas stuck on 30 with 11 losses now after last night. And a couple of uh, local guys, unfortunately, did not have their best outings. Two-thirds of an inning for Zach Morris and for Austin Ledbetter. Zach gave up five earned runs in those two-thirds of an inning. Austin Ledbetter, a couple of runs, a couple of walks in his two-thirds of an inning. So, a tough deal. But as Wes said, cup half full. Parker Coyle, two and two-thirds, no hits. Or excuse me, two hits, no runs. Ben Bybee didn't give up a hit in his two innings, and he struck out three. So that was exciting, and that's the way to bounce back mentally after a tough outing the weekend before. Uh, Coach having to shift some things around because of injuries, and talked about uh, Brady Slavens, Wes, Arkansas's first baseman, usually, playing some outfield, left field to be exact. Well, you know, he's played some outfield. Obviously, last year he played right field. Um, You know, he knew, he knew couple days ago that he was this was going to happen and uh yeah just trying to figure out how to get some bats in the lineup with all the bats that are hurt well when jared wagner comes back uh brady slavens <laughs> better keep an eye on old uh, mclaughlin because that kid is raking and he played first base last night too and if i am brady slavens i'm thinking oh i don't need that crap anyway mclaughlin was the only razorback to have a multi-hit game went two out of four last night so he continues to rake since getting an opportunity now, Arkansas obviously needs to get back to full strength in the outfield. And Josenberger has been tweaked with a hammy. Having some issues there as coach on his injury. It's a, he's got a, a grade one, which is about as good a news as we could have hoped for. He got a, uh, he's had an ultrasound and a debt. We had an MRI just to double check it. And, and uh, now it's just a matter of healing up. I don't know a timeline on that. Um, don't want to hurt it again. If hurt it again, the season's probably over. So, you know, we're going to have to just really let him talk to us and you know, told him to be really honest and we'll figure it out. But we'll, we'll slow play it if we have to. I like it. Oh, the steady hand of Dave Van Horn leading those Razorbacks. Softball, Reagan Johnson named the SEC Freshman of the Week. She was instrumental in Arkansas's 4-1 and one week. 550 batting average over the five games. Had a team high 11 hits and three stolen bases. And uh, also played perfect defense in center field. So, uh, tip of the cap to Reagan Johnson, freshman of the week at Arkansas. All right, Coach Kelly's here. Let's uh, chat with him about a number of things. We can talk a little baseball, too. I have a few numbers I wanted to go through. Just kind of get an assessment on Arkansas. I'm still trying to feel good, but in a lot of areas, Arkansas is pretty average, unfortunately. But comparatively to a bunch of nationally relevant teams. He led the Pulaski Academy Bruins to nine state championships in his time there. Bill Belichick described him as probably the best high school coach in the country. His unique strategies garnered attention nationwide. The Zone welcomes Kevin Kelly into the show. Brought to you by Bowen Hefley Orthopedics. The best surgeons, the best treatment, all focused on you. Yesterday was... Feed the gun, take the banana bread. 
That's right, Joe. Uh, <laughs> yesterday was Al Pacino's birthday, and we celebrated it with a lot of movie clips. What's your favorite Al Pacino movie? Oh, Godfather. The original? Yeah, probably. Me too. Yeah, I... I I mean, I, there's a lot of people who yeah. think two is a better film, but I like I like the original better. A lot of people yeah. love Cinnable Woman. That is his uh, only Academy Award winning performance, coach, and that is one of my all time favorites. Hooah! The Godfather won our question of the day, by the way, at forty two percent. Okay. Godfather two was seventeen percent. Cinnable Woman was twenty four percent, and other and there was a lot of other comments. Yeah, a lot of Scarface. 17%. A lot of Scarface. Mm-hmm. So a little my little friend. I, I, re- I always remember him because I was with the Bulls for Devil's Advocate. Yeah. Because when we. I know I've told you this. When we were in the playoffs, it was really an ingenious idea, but like, you, we will watch so much film during the playoffs as a team that Phil, we started that movie, and like we would watch like five minutes of film, and then all of a sudden, ten minutes of the, devil ad, of the devil's advocate would come on, and mm-hmm. so we, you start watching throughout the whole playoffs this movie, and it kind of got to where you were looking forward he kept go, you engaged. Yeah. Wow. To go to the, go to watch film Uh-oh. because you're wondering what's coming next. What's he going to splice yeah. in? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I imagine watching game film can be a little tedious at times. Uh, did Michael Jordan was his favorite part? Vanity is my favorite sin. <laughs> There's a lot of good lines in that in that movie. Yeah. I mean, it's Al is a lunatic in that yeah. one. Oh, it was he was he was awesome. But that that's a great line. Ah, oh, vanity. <laughs> Uh, Razorback baseball, real quick. Uh, hi, Coach Kelly. Good to see you, by the way. Thank you. It's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. That's not true. Uh, I'll say something nice to you before you leave today. We're going to uh, talk about the NFL draft coming up. I want to get your thoughts on some of the Arkansas players and elsewhere. NBA playoffs. And, Joe, I have a book idea for you. Uh, Razorbacks, by the way, after getting swept this last week, we haven't talked about it. No worse than seventh in any of the polls, sixth in others. And so I was started looking through the numbers here. And, again, you know, statistics, lies, damn lies, statistics, I understand. But still, it's, it's interesting to me to look at where Arkansas stacks up. Tenth in the league in batting average right now. Uh, Arkansas is 11th in the league in hits. And despite the fact that we felt like the offense has been a strong suit, that's kind of average. You know what Arkansas leads the league in? Saves. They are 12th in, mm. 12 saves, number one in the league, ahead of Auburn's 11 and Alabama's 11. Earn run average, Arkansas right in the middle, 7. Opposing batting average, Arkansas is 13th in opponent's batting average. That's not good. No. And strikeouts, Arkansas is... 13th with 346. Hmm. Number one is Tennessee, 457. Hmm. So, again, I li- you know, look, I understand. Throw some ground balls. It's more democratic. But when you don't have to field a ball, it's also very nice. Well, they're a good fielding team. They are. What are they in fielding? Don't have it. Okay. I need to ask that. The, in, in the stat that matters, they're pretty good in wins. <laughs> and that's, they had well, that's really the one that matters. I mean, they're still right there. I think Second. they're tied for fourth. Uh, with 11 wins now after getting swept by Georgia. Second in the Second division. Yeah. Second in the division. Okay. They're, uh, I don't look at fielding. I'm, I'm the only person that doesn't care about that. Um, until your team botches one and costs them the game. And you're like, dude, make the simple play and well, you win the game. costly errors are costly errors. I mean, but, again, everybody... So, again, I do this every year, and I'll do it until I'm dead. Uh, a great fielding team is like 97%. And, and then it's like, okay, well, what's the 12th best team? 95%. Okay. I don't know. Just as far as statistics go, that never resonates Arkansas with me. Arkansas is also tops in the league in double plays. I heard that. In that's the good. And that's huge. That, that's better than... Well, uh, ground balls will do that for you. That's yeah. true. And it's not... I don't know if it's better than strikeouts, but it certainly does negate some, some base runners quickly, mm. so that's nice. Um, tomorrow night, A&M. We'll be up there, so looking forward to that. Yeah. Softball plays Saturday, Saturday Sunday, Monday, yep. right? Yeah. Number four, Tennessee. The, the opponent's batting average... Troubles me a bit. Yeah, that's, 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 that's the, the most s- troubling. I'm surprised, you, you, honestly. If, if that stays there, you you can't consistently sustain winning. I wouldn't think not so. That, not that we're sustaining winning right now. And I think a part of the problem. Any winning. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You got to blame the pitching for some of it, but I think you also tip your cap to your opponents. They have the fifth hardest schedule in the country, and that's yeah. they've been playing a lot of good teams. I, I know. I, I, oh, and this is nothing against anybody. I despise. The excuse of you know when they look at an NFL team, well that's the hardest team. They had the hardest schedule. It's still their freaking schedule. They got to win if they want to do anything. You know if they want to go postseason, they want to get a super regional at home. They want to. Doesn't matter who you play, mm-hmm. you got to beat them. Mm-hmm. And and people go, well they played the fifth hardest schedule. Okay, but they still you know they lost. You know I mean it doesn't matter who you're playing. You've got to win the games. And and they're capable and they'll come out of this probably and all that. But still well, they have. 
Uh, you, They've you, got 30 wins against the fifth no, hardest. No, no, schedule. I know, but I'm just saying it, it, when you go, although UConn did it, UConn and NCAA basketball went through that crazy lull in the mm. middle of the way. They lost five out of six. Everybody's like, They've got no shot. But. But but the, I'm telling you the opponent the, the batting average thing that's a big deal. If guys are getting on base, I no. mean, go back and I I, I unluckily or luckily watched uh, Moneyball the movie again. The I love night. that movie. Great movie. And you know oh. and remember he's just sitting in the room mm. with the scouts and he's like and 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 he's talking and he points to Jonah Hill. He's <laughs> like, what does he do? Gets on base. Gets on base. Then the next guy, next guy. What does he do? Gets on base. If you get on base, you're going to win games. And if you let your other team get on base. You're going to lose games. Yeah, you're going to lose games. Yes. We've got to stop that. Geniuses. Um, okay, so NBA-wise, real quick, I wanted to cover this. Uh, we didn't hear from Trey Young. Christian, if you want to walk us through some of this NBA stuff, too, I will uh, defer to you. But Trey Young, clutch three-pointer from about 35 feet. <laughs> Money. Bang. Uh, I mean, we were down one, so I was really trying to get a layup. Uh, I was really trying to get into the paint, and uh, we had enough time to that – I could get the ball and dribble down and try to create something. And if someone helped, I would still have enough time to get somebody else the ball too. So, but uh, but Jalen was backing up pretty pretty hard, and uh, I think he was expecting me to get try to go by him and get to the basket and either get a layup or a floater or, or try to draw a foul. So I could tell he was backing up, and then Marcus was sprinting up to the trap. And then at that point, I looked up and it was only like three, four seconds left, maybe two. So it was uh, I just had to. Trust in what I've done my whole life and just shoot with confidence. Well, it worked. He made it. Um, also, last night, the other two teams that were on the brink got closed out. Timberwolves lost at Nuggets 109 or 112 109, and the Suns closed out the Clippers. Uh, Timberwolves, narrow miss. <laughs> Yes, they have. Tonight, four games. Knicks at Cavs. Cavs are a five-and-a-half-point home favorite. New York leads the series 3-1. Lakers up 3-1 on the Grizzlies. Memphis a four-point home favorite tonight. Heat at the Bucks. Bucks are an 11-and-a-half-point favorite to stay alive tonight. Staying alive Wednesday. Staying alive, staying alive. Uh, 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 uh. Staying alive. Kings and Warriors, that's the game of the night, except for I'll be asleep. It's a 9 o'clock tip. Yeah, <laughs> game, it's a point and a half. The top one. Those are the best ones, too. Those yeah. games yeah. Are, yeah. And at Sacramento, mm-hmm. they're fun oh. to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Golden State last uh, is a one and a half point road favorite tonight. I will, I, will, I will be on my couch, head cocked to the left, mouth open for the second half of that game. <laughs> Fair point. I'll be watching and pulling for them since, since Corliss is with them for a while. Yeah. yeah. You know. Tonight, Co- uh, Coach coach and Joe and Wes and whoever else wants to listen, Christian, when he gets back, um, Bill Wennington's birthday is today. And it got me to thinking, this is the first thing that occurred to me is, I'm not going to use him in birthday trivia. That was the first thing that occurred to me. Second thing that occurred to me is, guys who have had, and I'm again, I want to talk to you about this, but I don't want to include you because your career was too great as a top no, draft pick. But I thought about guys like everybody does books on Jordan and Barkley and all these different guys, and I thought, you know it would be an interesting table, uh, coffee table book? Guys that played 12 to 15, 20 years, or whatever, not 20, but 12 to 15 years in the league as role players. I think their stories would be fantastic and phenomenal. I'm not BSing. I think it would be actually a really interesting book. So, Joe, with your help, I need to contact about 50 former players who had careers that lasted about 15 years and never were all-stars and never were necessarily long-term starters. My people. Your people. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, like the guy says, like the guy says, why do you play if you don't think you can win the tournament? Because they play a lot of money for 20th. You can make a lot of yeah, money in 15 saying, years in the NBA. You know, I don't care how many minutes you play. I don't know if it's known as this in the in the, in the NBA, but the backup quarterback in the NFL is the best job on the oh. planet. You know, you get paid a bunch of money, and you don't ever have to do anything. You don't get hit. You really don't even have to be mentally ready. I mean, you know, they say they are, but they don't look like it when they go in, no. right? And, and they get paid They've got a built an excuse. I mean, who, they didn't who, get any reps this week. How can they come in and play well? Who is the dude? Uh, uh, Chase uh, Daniel. Chase oh, Daniel. Yeah. Yeah, what was... a career! He's like thirteen years. How he's about been Brandon paid like, Allen? He's been paid like seventy million dollars, and he's never got hit. Brandon Allen's had some starts, but not a lot. Not a lot. He's actually had some good moments when he's been in there. But yeah, yeah, it's a great gig if you can get it for it sure. Is. My guy's from Jacksonville. Is that what that Josh feels like, Joe? Luke. Do you feel like a backup quarterback all your years? 
Oh yeah, not all yeah. of them. I mean, it's, it's not all of them. Basketball's a little different uh, because you'll you'll play. Right. Right. Yeah. Every yeah. game, but I mean, it was like what was hard a lot of times is like like with, when I was at the Celtics. I mean, I might play sporadically for two weeks because Robert's. I'm backing up Robert Paris, and then Robert gets hurt, or and then now it's like okay, thirty minutes a game. <laughs> yeah. So it's you staying ready and staying sharp. Was Walt there the whole time you were there? No, Walt, I never played before. Okay. You Did you it. ever look at the Chief in practice and say like, "I could take you"? I don't know why they're still playing you. I could beat your butt. He was good, man. So what was he good? So you didn't say that. What was, just, it, what was he best at? He was just real consistent, really good low post score. Not 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 a thirty point guy, but I mean, could had a really good turnaround jump shot on left shoulder. Good offensive rebounder. Good defensive player. You know, on the boards and stuff. Good good at help defense blocking shot. He's just real solid. Yeah, very very. He had great very, feet. Very he solid. could move well for a guy. He could and he could run. He could really get out on the break. He could, you know, get a rebound and kick it out and get up the floor. I mean, one of the great small school stories. Yeah, I mean, he he was, uh, but you know, and he shot the ball. He had a really high release. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was gonna it. say. I remember the ball just being so uh, yeah. high. Him and Cartwright, Cart- anyway. Bill Cartwright was yeah. like that too. Yeah, yeah. Did he and McHale play a lot against each other in practice? Because they had oh yeah some back, of those mo- the pivot moves that they would do. We, we would scrimmage. I mean, so much back then. I mean. You look back on it now. I mean, we would. Did you play for who was who's your start? Who was your coach when you got there? Chris Ford. Ford well, okay, Jimmy Rogers. I got there. Was Ford an assistant initially, or did he was he come over somewhere else? Yeah, no, no, he was there. Chris and uh, Jimmy were on uh, Casey's. I was going to say, how long was that after Casey Jones? It, it was first year after okay. Casey Jones. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, Jimmy was there, and then. Chris took over for Jimmy. Uh, they really, when they fired Jimmy, it was a year we blew. Uh, in the first round, we were up 2-0 on the Knicks and lost in five games. Mm-hmm. Bird had a, we went to the Garden and lost two back-to-back buzzer. Sh- we had buzzer shots at, to close out the series, missed them both, and then they came in the Garden for Game Five and. Patrick got hot, and then everybody, all the buddies started making threes. And, I mean, we got waxed. And they Who were their shooters on the team? Oh, they had Starks. They had uh, um, oh, Spreewell, Latrell Spreewell. They had, uh, I want to say Mark Jackson was on that team, too. Yeah, um, I think he was. I think it was Mark Jackson. I can't remember. Did Blackman ever play in New York, or am I, am I crazy? Rolando Blackman? I don't remember him. Okay. I could be wrong. Yeah, pre, pre- somewhere after Dallas, Dallas did. Pre-choke Spiriwell was pretty good. Yeah, but then they fired him, and, they were, and there was a big rumor. Uh, they almost signed, uh, hired Shashevsky. Really? Hmm. Yeah, they were really. Dave Gabbett was the GM, and he was, he was, going hard after Shashevsky. But they, and there was some, and they say it was a lot closer than people. Orlando Blackman, ninety-two to ninety-four. Wow, nice. Next call. John Starks was one of my love to hate guys. Yeah, for sure. Love to hate that guy. I had to feel for him after the testicular torsion uh, event. You c- couldn't couldn't help but feel for the guy. <laughs> Nathan yeah. Christian once made up a story that I had a bad case of testicular torsion. That's why I was off the air when I was Gerald on a ski Wilkins. trip one time. <laughs> Gerald, Gerald Wilkins was a great one. He was yeah. on that team too. Yeah. Um, the lesser of the two Wilkins, but not bad. He was good. Yeah, he was a good player. I mean, he's almost like Godfather too. You know what I mean? Pretty good. Pretty good sequel. <laughs> So, uh, Coach, let's talk about the draft tomorrow. And, oh, let me ask you first about Dion. We've been debating this a little bit the last couple of days. And um, what was it, Wes? 16, 15, 18? I don't know how many guys. Much well, guys. no, and he won't give them their film. Yeah, that's another. That's a new development. He, he, won't, he won't give them their film. I don't he, understand what that He tells them they got to leave, and so everybody's asking for film, and he won't release it. Well, and so. that's 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 going to come back to bite oh, him a little bit. You know, you, you've got you've to let guys have access to their film. You're a guy that does things outside the box, and Dion is running his program outside the box. I don't know what he's going to have as far as product on the field, but what do you think about what he's doing? How, is this going to work? Um, you know what? He's going to I think he'll end up with tons of talent, and like he did down there. I, I think, I don't think he's learned how to hire a great staff yet. You know, I mean, he's not going to be a play caller. He's not going to be a defensive mind. I mean, he can teach the technique to the D-backs. I coached with him in an all-star game in, like, 2018, the U.S. Under Armour all-star game in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Got to know him pretty well. I was on his staff. And uh, uh, his to me, his biggest thing in coaching was he expected everybody to be able to do what he could do. 
Like, he'd get the D-backs out there, and they're guarding a freak, and you got a guy that's not quite as good. He's like, here's how you do it, and he'd get down a stance and show him, and he's making them all press man. And the yeah, kid just couldn't yeah. do it. You had a freak show. Now, Dion could do it, and he mm-hmm. just did not get it that they couldn't do it. And I get that, because that's the way Coach Lucas was when I first hired him at PA. He didn't understand that our receivers couldn't just run past people. That is the story. Most elite guys are not great coaches. Yeah, you know, and, and so, now he's found his way a little bit, but but I thought a telling son was his last game where he was before he went to Colorado. Um, they had superior talent and got whipped. You know, and, and I thought that told a lot. And then I watched Bryant beat him in high school, and he had, Bryant was very good, but Bryant beat him, and he had animals. I mean, like, elite animals. But they were real simplistic on offense and defense, and they just wanted to line up and beat you. Now, there's some, if you can do that, that's great. He's going to have superior talent, but I don't think he's going to take it to the upper echelon of the Pac-12, and especially if they move it to the Big 12. I don't mm. think he's going to. I don't think that's going to work. I, so a lot of the things that are going on right now are going to come back to haunt him. Like when he walked in, supposedly, and just told all his guys, hey, I'm bringing in a bunch of guys. Y'all are out. Oh, no, no. It wasn't supposedly. We all saw the video. Yeah. They, they recorded it and put it out there. Well, I guess I shouldn't say supposedly. I should say, like, you know, that's in a context. We don't know the whole context. Was yeah. it before, hey, you guys all have a chance to stay on the team in spring, and they didn't get it done. You know, who knows what the context. That's true. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt, sure. and I'm not a Dion fan. I am that, a Dion fan, and I'm irritated by what he's doing. I'm not a Dion fan, so I've, I've got a, you know, I, I wouldn't do it that way. I don't like the way that was done. That said, I think it's going to come back to haunt him. I think this will be, well, I'm going to make a long prediction. I think it's going to be a quick, worn-out welcome. I think it's going to be three years, and, and he might not be there. I like that. Mark the tape, 1120. I'll mark the tape, 1127. Um, okay, so let me ask you this. Will Levis is moving up the charts oh. with a with a bullet, coach, as they say in the music industry. The odds on him have gone from like plus four thousand to plus four hundred or five thousand five hundred, depending on who you ask. Regardless, uh, there is a lot of smoke around him potentially being taken number one, maybe after a trade for the position. It is smoke and mirrors, and they're taking Young from Alabama. He is well, and even if the, some dumb butt is going to take him high because of this, because he got on his knees. You know, there's always that one dumb throw. Remember the Zach Wilson one, well, the, rolling left, turned and threw it seventy oh, yards to the right. Who was you the don't guy do at that. LSU, the big quarterback yeah. that went to Oakland. And what's Jamarcus Rand? Jamarcus yeah. Jamarcus yeah. Russell. 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 Yeah. He got on his knees, and he was throwing balls, and he hit the goalpost from 60 yards, really, because it's on the 50. And he hit it from 60 yards. On you don't throw the ball on your knees in the NFL. You've got guys trying to kill you. You've got to read defenses. Something that he's – his accuracy was, out of those three guys, was by far the worst. He threw the ball the least amount of yards down the field. I mean, there's a million reasons not to take that guy. I wouldn't take him. I'd take five quarterbacks, and I don't even know who the other two are before I'd take that guy. As someone who Why sat, is the kid from I'd take, I'd take the Florida kid, Hooker kid, both of those well before him. Levis is the last of that group of five okay. that I would take, and it's not cl- I wouldn't take him in the seventh round. In the evaluation process, and I know you've been in that room with the, the, the Patriots before, do you guys pay any attention to all of the Wonderlick? Because I saw that Stroud tested poorly, yeah, apparently. Yeah, some. Some. I won't say, t- you know, you get now you get personal you get things they didn't use to get with them you get to meet with them in person for a long time you get to have them at your place really get to know them and you can test the intellect and see how quickly they can recall how quickly they can learn things because you could spend a lot more time with them the wonder is not nearly as important as it used to be but there is some importance to it because it still shows processing intelligence and things like that gotcha uh, hang on a second are you uh I gotta go. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know why I act surprised you leave at eleven thirty every time. We're happy to have ninety minutes. Do you think, with you. He, do you think he's like really got something? A or B? He's just sick of you, or C? He's acting like he got something because he's like they act like he's important. I don't know which one, but I know B is not an option because Joe loves me. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with A. He's got crap to do. He's a porn guy. Let's be honest. B is probably the most likely option. <laughs> hey Joe, um, do you think any way we could get Chuck in the next couple weeks? It's been a while. I'll try. Not that you're not great on your own, but you guys are very good together. Uh, you guys are like Laurel and Hardy. I'll, I'll ask him. You're like Lieutenant Dan. And Sometimes he gets right back to me or he calls me, and then 
he goes dark for a while. So yeah. I don't know. The yeah. DraftKings commercial with him sitting with yeah. young Charles yeah. is awesome. Yeah. The guy's like, how many, oh, say, you, how many championships oh, am I going to win? Me. I, I want to be, be surprised. Oh, you're you're going to be surprised. <laughs> I'm glad that he made that kind of making oh, yeah. fun of himself. Yeah, that's, that's pretty that's, cool. I mean, Self-deprecating humor is his strong suit. Oh, he's good at it. Uh, you know what else? Your, your strong suit, Joe? What? Chicken sandwiches. A lot Chicken of people don't sandwich. know that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. On Wednesdays, the blackened one or just regular? Any of them. The blackened one. The blackened like chicken blackened. sandwich are awesome. I like the blackened. I think I'm gonna go in there and, and make I my like own. It. I also like it on a on a salad. I have an idea. Oh, blackened chicken salad. So Can I throw people a curveball? Yeah. Yep. Baseball season. And I put pickles on my salad. I want to come oh, in there and make my own. I would like to do a chicken. Last time I had a sandwich. That I don't know if it's still on the menu, uh, but I would do a chicken. With a little bit of pulled pork on top, then some bacon, barbecue sauce, boom. We have we have a thing called the Knowles special. That's uh, is that a guy or for for the uh, Florida pork, State? Pork, sausage, cheese dip, ooh, slaw. Uh huh. It's I'm aroused. It's a bomb. That sounds amazing. It's a gut bomb. One gut bomb. <laughs> no, oh yeah, I was gonna say there's enough carbs. You might as well eat in the bathroom and cut yeah. up the middleman. Yeah, it's, it's enough carbs for 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 a marathon. And back. <laughs> and back. <laughs> you can run to the finish line, turn around, and then run back to the start. 50 ton of protein, 52.4 miles. <laughs> double Park marathon. your car at the starting line and then just run back to it when it's over. Hey, I want you to get in the lab and cook something up Absolutely. in there. I think that's a, there's an idea there. I just yeah. want a chicken sandwich. We'll, call, we'll call it the, the Justin. Don't do that. You don't want to doom it. Give it a chance to win. <laughs> Give it a chance. <laughs> Give it a chance to be popular. I just want a pure blackened chicken with cheese only. Just chicken and cheese. Just that's, enjoy that's, the blackened that's chicken. That's the Christian Weaver. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, well, yeah, no, no cheese. No, minus the cheese. cheese. Oh, loved it. Minus the cheese? Yeah. I like it without it. But with the plan. cheese on, a little provolone or Swiss. No, he wants bread and meat. Yeah. There we go. I'm, I'm a bread and meat guy, too. Burgers and stuff. Yeah. Right. Um, Dollar off chicken sandwiches today at Corky's. Little Rock, North Little Rock. Check out the drive through Very convenient. And after 4 o'clock, dining only, a dollar off, chicken fried steak. Yep. And it's also delicious. And that, that's ridiculously good. It sure is. Sure is. Speaking of gut bumps. Joe, thank you, buddy. See you guys. Appreciate you. Day. Appreciate Corky's. 11.32. We'll be back with Chiefs Michael Chiefs are on the clock. Who are they going to take 30 seconds? It, they got 30 picks first. Relax over there, champion. Defense. Chris Collinsworth said the hooker. <laughs> no way. Yeah. No. Like, why? I think he was confusing them with Green Bay. Make your uh, plans right now for race day at Oakland. Bring your friends and family and enjoy a day in the grandstands or soak up the sun in the infield. The live racing season is almost over, so be sure to come on out to the horse races before the season ends on May 6th. And download the Oakland Sports app on the Apple App Store or Google Play. Oakland Sports is now accepting debit and credit cards through Play Plus. This makes it easier than ever. To get it done on, on Oakland. Oakland's Headliner Entertainment is gearing up. This uh, The following shows are coming. The Texas Tenors, May 6th. Old Crow Medicine Show, May 26th. Randy Hauser on June 9th. Get your tickets at Oakland.com and make your summer getaway plans today at Oakland, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. I'm just a simple man. All I want is money plus the fame. I'm a simple man. Mr. International. Player with a passport. Just like a Latin switch. Could you really Get in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore every day from 10 to 1. Live from the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studios on 103.7 The Buzz. This is Sports Center. In the NBA last night, two teams were eliminated from the playoffs. First up, the Timberwolves fell to the Nuggets 112-109 to lose the series 4-1. Then the Clippers were eliminated by the Suns, losing 136-130 and also losing the series 4-1. The Nuggets and the Suns will face each other in the second round. That series will start on Saturday. The Hawks kept their season alive last night, beating the Celtics 119-117 to push the series to Game 6. Trey Young had 38 points, 16 of them coming in the fourth quarter. They'll play again tomorrow. And tonight in the NBA, the Knicks will face the Cavaliers up 3-1 at 6 on NBA TV. The Lakers will take on the Grizzlies up 3-1 at 6.30 on TNT. The Heat will face the Bucks up 3-1 at 8.30 on NBA TV. Then in the nightcap, the Warriors will take on the Kings with a series tied at 2-2 at 9 on TNT. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. 
Headed to Hot Springs for the races? You gotta try Sam's Pizza Pub right there on Lake Hamilton on Birchwood Bay Road. Since 1980, Sam's Pizza Pub has been making thin, crispy pizza with an abundance of toppings and cheese. They also have top-rated burgers, salads, sandwiches, and weekly specials. Wednesday is made-from-scratch spaghetti and meatballs. Thursday, 14-ounce ribeye. And Friday is Mississippi-raised catfish. Sam's Pizza Pub has an enclosed heated patio with live music on the weekends, and Sundays are bottomless mimosas. SamsPizzaPub.net in Hot Springs. Why wrestle over high interest rates when you can get 0%? Watney Chevrolet in Jacksonville is laying all incentives on the table, including 0% on new Silverados, 1.9% on new Equinox, no payments for 90 days, and sales tax paid on all new and pre-owned vehicles. Call 501-982-2102. 1301 TP Wide Drive in Jacksonville. Take the Gregory Street exit. WatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offers with approved credit. This is Pat Bradley for Bruce. If you got a birthday, anniversary, graduation, or other celebration coming up, you can celebrate your event in style with a private VIP section and bottle service at Brewski's. Each Brewski's VIP section comes with your own server, no line, no wait entry, and a complimentary bottle of champagne to get the party started only at Brewski's. It's Whiskey Wednesdays at Brewski's and Poker Night. Two games nightly, first game at 7 p.m., cash prizes, and whiskey specials all day. Whiskey Wednesday and Poker Night, Wednesday at Brewski's. Joe's Garage in North Little Rock and Dewdrop Auto Repair in Pine Bluff present the Bumper to Bumper Certified Service Center's Indoor Car Show Saturday, May 6th at the Conway Expo Hall. Register morning of starting at 7 a.m. or pre-register online at kkpt.com. Best of Show wins a $1,000 Visa gift card. There will also be Best of Awards for Truck, Muscle Car, Original, Rat Rod, Corvette, and Off-Road, along with having Class Awards from pre-1949 to present. It's the Bumper to Bumper Certified Service Center's Indoor Car Show. Presented by Joe's Garage and Dewdrop Auto Repair. Listen to Fishing Arkansas Sunday mornings from 8.30 to 10 with Big Sarge and his crew. They'll catch you up on all the best fishing spots and upcoming tournaments. Fishing Arkansas is brought to you by Fletcher Auto Group, Shelter Agent Jamie Marsh, and Stanley Hardware. You're back in the zone. You know, we disagree on things from time to time, but one thing's for sure. I'm an Arkansas Razorback fan. <laughs> what do they say now here? Woo, pigs. Now, let's root for those hogs and stay tuned yeah, to the man, zone. Man. Slammed that door, she broke my heart That girl so got out of town fast She bounced, so I bounced in here Trying to bounce back Ooh, I know I probably ought to throw a couple prayers up To the man upstairs Ooh, instead of watching this bottle that was filled up Just disappeared It is 11.37. Welcome back. Let's go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline talk to Michael Felder. We were talking about Dion's situation a little bit ago with Coach Kelly, who was here as well. Uh, Michael, welcome back. Good to, good to talk to you. How are you? I'm doing all right, man. Just getting ready for the draft. I'm in the middle of packing, and I got a flight this afternoon, so we got a lot going on. All right, three minutes. Uh, Dion, like what he's doing? Are you okay with what he's doing, or are you uh, appalled by it or bothered by it? I'm still skeptical, honestly. I need to see if he can coach, and that's going to be the biggest point because at the end of the day, you got to coach football. And I don't love what he's doing. I don't love that he's pushing guys out. Because I would I'd have been one of those guys that got pushed out, so I guess I'm in my feelings a little bit, right? <laughs> but at the end of the day, like, I just – you got you got to have a whole roster. And some of the guys that make up your roster, they come from the bottom up. So this is going to be interesting. Yeah, Coach Kelly just basically said the same thing about uh, we'll see if he can coach him up. He's going to get some talent in there because he's Dion, but we'll see how it goes beyond that. Draft-wise, we also talked about Will Levis, and he is there's a lot of smoke around him. We don't know how much fire. It may just be a smoke screen. What do you think happens with him? Where do you have him in the in the big five as far as the quarterbacks go? I think he's at the bottom of it. <laughs> you and me both, Michael. You're like copying what I was what I was saying, too. I agree. He's the bottom of those five. Like, I don't like, – one of the biggest things, because you can correct me if I'm wrong, but what you let your players do or what you ask your players to do says a lot about what you think about your players. And Will Levis was never asked to do the things that C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young did. He was never asked to do the things that Hinden Hooker did. When they needed something, they went to Christian Rodriguez because that was their guy. That's their boss. And that's the difference for me between him and those other guys. Even even. Hey, in Florida, Anthony Richardson, you know what they did? They said, hey, we're going to ride you all the way, baby. Go ahead and run. And that's the part that's interesting to me. Uh, 
Any surprises you're anticipating, guys, that you think maybe go a little higher than than expected? I think the biggest thing for tomorrow is going to be would we see a run on a position. I think the two positions that we're going to see a run on are probably going to be cornerback and offensive tackle. So we might see Darnell Wright, who most people have as like a back end of the first round. We might see him go in the top 20 because if you get Robert Jones and somebody else gets Pete Skaronsky and then somebody else gets Anton Harrison, all of a sudden your team is looking like, hey, we got to get a guy. And Darnell Wright's going to be the guy that's sitting in that position. Same thing with corners where, especially with the Lions trading, I still think they'll probably end up with Jalen Carter. But with the Lions trading um, Akuda to the Falcons, they become buyers in the corner market. And corners, I expect it to be drafted at 10 and below. But now, all of a sudden, maybe they take Christian Gonzalez early or they take Devin Witherspoon early. And then everyone that wanted a corner and thought they would have him. That's the thing. And that's the part of the draft that I really love is watching the way that the complexion of the draft changes when people make rash mm-hmm. Okay, last thing. I want to ask you about Drew Sanders. Uh, I think a lot of people have him slotted as a higher second-round pick. Uh, it yeah. would probably be a miracle to slide him in the first. Where do you think his most likely landing spot is? And I I really want him to go. So I, here's, here's the My dad is a Pittsburgh coach. I want him to go to this year. But that yeah. might be too late in the second round for him. And the scary part becomes... Who is going to get? I want him to play for a team that wants to play deep, not a quarterback forward team. And so I'm very curious, looking around the league, uh, New England in that in the back half of the first, obviously, but then they but it's too far in the second for him. Same thing with the Steelers. Same thing with uh, with, 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 the, with the Seahawks. The Seahawks become an interesting player because they have two first round picks. He's someone that needs to play for a team where defense is first. He reminds me a lot of a guy like Luke Keekley, right? Luke Keekley was the face of the Carolina Panthers franchise for a long time. So maybe the Panthers in round two is a good fit because the Panthers are looking for that defensive identity. The defensive identity for the Panthers for in Charlotte, where I live, it's always been the defense. With the exception of Cam Newton, it's always been the defense. I think the Cowboys would take him late in the first. And they need a li- another linebacker. I mean, they, yeah, they need him. I just don't know if Jerry Jones, like, I don't know if Jerry Jones is going to do it. Because if, here's the thing. If Drew Sanders is sitting there and B. John Robinson is sitting there, who do you, which can do you think Jerry Jones is going to pick off the rack? Well, he'll take Robinson. And I, I would too, though. I mean, I think. That's great value for Robinson at the yeah, end of the first I, I round. Yeah, I, think, I, think, I hope he lasts that long. I think long. Philly, for some reason, is going to might might take him. Um, I just, I, to me, I, I just think he's going to fit. Like it's a B. John Robinson is big and shining and cool. Drew Sanders is ten years in your league. Yeah. He's he's pat. He, this is a guy that can live up to like a Patrick Willis standard, hmm. but he's not sexy as B. John. And I would rather have Drew. Hopefully, he can make as much money and then retire early and be healthy, hmm. like. Uh, is like yeah. Will's did. Uh, Michael, we'll let you get to it. Don't want to interrupt pack time. Appreciate you, buddy. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Thank you. All right. Sounds good. You guys take it easy. All right, buddy. See you, man. Michael Felder. Boy, you guys are like, you guys might be brothers from another mom. I, know, I mean, you I guys are, so. you need to meet him. I think you, well, I know you love hanging out. He's just a great him. dude. He did an interview on me way back. Oh, that's right. When he came in to cover your game, he said, but we, yeah. he's, a, he's a fun guy to, for him and I to drink beer and you to have a, have a lemonade. Um, <laughs> I got this sent to me this morning. I think uh, Easy sent me this. He sends me stuff from time to time. Uh, Steven Jones on Drew Sanders. He's a really unique football player. Played right here at Denton High. Played tight end and quarterback. And I think he had the choice to go to Oklahoma as a tight end or Alabama as a linebacker. Sanders played one year at Arkansas, which was this year. And, you know, transferred in from Alabama. Was wanting to have a change of scenery. Had a great year with Arkansas. And I think he's a very unique player. He understands the game well. He's a coach's son. Dad's a high school football coach. You know, Hmm. he knows what it takes. He's not great. He's got great football IQ, great football instincts, and a really good football player. So there you go. I did not know his dad was a high school coach. Didn't either. But uh, sounds like Stephen Jones a fan. I did either, which explains. I mean, you find a high school coach's kid, and they're usually just more knowledgeable. They understand the game mm-hmm. better because I didn't realize I was having Zach when he was like five years old. He was watching film with us till he's twelve. I didn't think he knew anything. The time he was in seventh grade, he knew the offense better than some of the coaches. Mm-hmm. I was going to take a up. shot at they Zach, pick but it up. apparently that was not going to be fair. I was going to say, well, I don't know. I know Zach, and he's a total dolt. Just kidding, though. <laughs> I love Zach. Um, Navy Mike. 
speaking of adults. Hey, what's up, Justin? How and, are you, buddy? Uh, Wes and hey, what's up, Coach? Um, How are you? You know, Coach, I got a couple things for you. First off, on as far as the baseball team, I, you know, you're right. You just got to be who's in front of you. You know, and I, I, I love when people make the excuse after losses. Well, the SEC is the toughest conference in the country, and it's hard to win the SEC. Well, and, and it may be the toughest conference in the country, but literally, and this is fact, seven out of 14 SEC schools have a national championship in baseball. That's half of the conference. So it's not hard for them to do it. Why the, why the hell is it so hard for Arkansas? Because six of those schools have won it since Dave Van Horn got to Arkansas. A couple of them won it twice, in fact. So, you know, excuses are excuses. And I'm tired of hearing it, but 22 years is a big enough sample size. How much longer do we get, do we got to wait? You know, and uh, real quick, as far as the draft, my question for you is, um, I saw on ESPN who has the biggest chance of, of, of botching the 23-23 NFL draft, and it's absolutely my Carolina Panthers. <laughs> they gave up a lot to get that first pick. And Will Levis, I, I, I don't – look, Frank Reich loves guys like Andrew Luck. I mean, Carson Palmer, um, you know, um, the, the guy from, um, from Atlanta. I mean, those, he's used to those type guys. So Will Levis really could be an option for him, and I, and then if he does that, he's going to screw us for the next ten years. Yeah, there's no uh, way he picks get, Will Levis. I don't think. There's I, any I just way. want to get your comment because I think if if you don't take CJ Stroud, you're you're setting yourself up for failure, and you and you wasted all that. You wasted all that capital you gave away, and um, I just want to get your comments on that and whatnot. Who do you think is the best pick for them? Because we probably agree. Um, and uh, I'll hang up and listen. Thanks. Thanks, Mike. Can you make a case for Hendon Hooker or or uh, Florida's quarterback over? Um, no, no case. Bryce Young. No, no. Case. it's either Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. Yeah. I would pick, and they're both really close. I would pick Bryce Young. No question, I would pick Bryce Young. And as uh, uh, CJ Stroud, if nothing else, if it's close, look at the history of Ohio State quarterbacks and how they've done when they've been picked in the top ten the last ten years. Not good. Mm. I don't you know. know. Joe Burrow did okay. You're counting him as Ohio State? No. I don't think he got it there. He I think he got it at LSU. He was too good for think, them. Yeah, he was too good for them. But I, but I don't think they can go wrong if they pick Bryce Young or maybe C.J. Stroud. I, I think the, the jury's out. I, I wouldn't be as excited about him. Bryce Young, I think, is going to be in the league for a long time. Unfortunately, he may be like a Tua. He's a smaller guy, get hurt some, but when he's in, Tua was fantastic last year. He led that league. It was better than Mahomes and many of the offensive categories. I think Bryce Young could very, very much be like that. Uh, C.J. Stroud looked so good in that playoff game, you know, at the end of the year when they were down and behind against good defense. But but I, I, just, I, I just don't see the things in Ohio State's offense that make me think he's ready for the NFL without a fantastic offensive coordinator and teacher of what he's going to see in the NFL. All right, we'll wrap up our second hour coming up in a second. Savage is on with us. What's up, Savage? What's up, brother? Hey, Coach, uh, talk about Dan Enos real quick because you talk about Bryce Young and the offense he was at in Alabama. What year was Dan Enos at Alabama, and which quarterback did he coach? And I'll get off. I appreciate it. Thanks, bud. Wasn't that like 20? I think it was 17, and 16. Yeah, I think it was Hurts. Tua? Yeah, he had Hurts there. And was he the Hurts Tua year, the year Hurts went the whole Maybe. way and Tua came in? I think that may have been Kiffin, but... Might, yeah, that might have been Kevin. I think you know, made it. Hatcher? No. Uh, I thought that's yeah, why no, Hatcher went there. I think, no, I think Enos may have left when Hatcher came in. I don't know. And, and you may be right about that. But I will say this. Dan Enos offensively, I think, is, is going to be a little better for Arkansas than we were last year. I think what you're going to see, I think Browse did a good job of getting us up and down the field. Statistics show that between the 20s. But down around the goal line, I think Enos is a little better. Calling the play, seeing what the defense has, and doing things like that—that—that uh, that, that takes more of what the weakness of the defense is, rather than just try to call what you think you're good at. Because it doesn't matter what you think you're good at on offense if the defense is stacked against that, it's not going to work. So you have to call against the defense weakness, in my opinion. So I, th- I think Enos will be a step up in a lot of ways. Enos was at Alabama in 2018 when they went 13 and 0. He is widely credited with Alabama quarterback Tua Tungavailoa's high completion percentage and passer efficiency rating for the 2018 then season. Then he was there Lane's first year. He was Lane's, Lane's first or Lane's yeah Lane's year at Alabama. Yeah. He was there. 11:49. We're back to wrap it up. Second hour. After this.
Brandon Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas's trusted Beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage. You make a move, we make it easy. Kevin Kelly for Bowen Heffley Orthopedics. Athletes know minor aches are part of the game, but when they turn into something more serious, Arkansas athletes and coaches like me ask for Bowen Heffley Orthopedics. One of the most well-known clinics in the state, generations of Arkansas athletes trust our surgeons to get them back to an active lifestyle. From surgery of the knees, hips, shoulders, hands, elbows, ankles, or feet, our 21 providers focus on the least invasive and up-to-date treatments. With six convenient locations, in-office PT and MRI, we can handle all your orthopedic needs. If an injury is keeping you on the sidelines, call for an appointment or visit us at OwenHeffleyOrtho.com. Ready to join the Ranger family? Then come to the Ranger and Mercury Spring Fling Sales Event. Going on now at Bradford Marine and ATV at all six statewide locations. Save up to $5,000 on Inflation Buster discounts on the new Ranger 521R with Mercury 250 Pro XS with legendary Ranger trailer. Great financing. Buy today, take home today. Don't delay the Ranger and Mercury Spring Fling Sales Event. Going on now for a limited time at all Bradford Marine and ATV locations statewide. Your authorized Ranger dealer. The Butcher Shop Steakhouse has always been your favorite go-to for those nights out with family and friends. But did you know that they're now open for lunch Tuesday through Fridays from 11 till 2? The lunch menu includes homemade southern dishes such as fried chicken, meatloaf, chicken spaghetti, and so much more. And of course, everyone's favorite, Steak Burger Fridays are back on the last Friday of each month. So whether it's dinner plans or watching the big games at our open bar, or now even for lunch, it can all be found at the Butcher Shop Steakhouse. Finding great people to hire can be like trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Their powerful matching technology delivers so many qualified candidates, it's like finding a needle in a needle stack. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. For less hay and more needles, head to ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. At ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. I studied Spanish in college and never got fluent. But then I tried Babbel. Want the most effective way to learn another language? In just 15 minutes a day, Babbel's bite-sized lessons will have you learning another language in as little as three weeks. Babbel gets you speaking quickly about things you actually talk about in the real world. University studies have shown that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a semester of college Spanish. If you want to learn a new language, there's no better way than Babbel. Go to Babbel.com to try Babbel for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of the zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Listen to your favorite radio station on the Buzz app or online at 1037thebuzz.com. My greatest inspiration at 1153 today has come from a 19-year-old man. Darian Ford was a treat earlier. If you missed it, I strongly encourage you to go to our uh, podcast spots, Apple, Spotify, wherever you normally get it. You can go to the Buzz website or the app and click through the Zone page, and you can find it there, too. I thought he was phenomenal today and pretty candid, I thought. And um, seems like he is hopeful for the future, but also open to other possibilities going forward in his career, which I think is, if you play from us, it's kind of the way you got to be at this point, and for a lot of schools these days in these unsure times. Uh, 661-1037, that is our phone number. If you want to join us, you can also text us on the First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line, 661-1037. Some Asher Record Live fan feedback through our Listen Live button. Coming in from Richard, who says, Picking up eye contacts at the promenade at Chennault. Whataburger is causing a traffic jam. <laughs> That's a bummer. Um, not surprising, though, huh? Don says, I am shocked to hear Hagen say I didn't have to go last night, and he couldn't have sounded like he cared less about watching the game. He said, I think I watched all of it, LOL. Let's be honest. By the end of it, a lot of Razorback fans had turned it off out of disgust, and he's not going to pitch against Missouri State this year because, frankly, they're not very good, and I'm not worried about Arkansas seeing them in a regional necessarily. Uh, but Missouri State, yeah. They've it, they're 21 and 15, Wes. Okay, whatever. Yeah, they can win their conference. Yeah, they're going to win their conference, <laughs> yeah, right. win their conference okay. tournaments, what I'm saying. Then yeah. they, they would automatically. It just seems can you tell like me how the pro- rest of their conference is doing? 
Yeah, they talked about it, it last night. They, it? They've won eight conference games in a row. How's the rest of their and, conference doing? Where do they stack up? And uh, the, the remaining part of their schedule looks really good after st- getting off to a slow start. Anyway, my point is, Illinois in defending Hagen Smith... to I, Springfield the last weekend, and they feel like that'll be for the conference uh, number one seed. In defending Hagen Smith, I don't give a damn if he watched one second of the game last night. No. My point is not going to affect his future... Performance. No. Okay. That's my point. Anyway, but he did catch s- himself. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Who he cares? didn't watch the whole thing. I don't care. I think I watched the whole thing. Yeah, he was going down the road. He's like, I think it's profound that Dave doesn't make those guys who aren't going to play go. I mean, I'd much rather have them rested than stuck on a bus for five hours. I w- and, and I don't know. I'm not, I don't coach baseball. I'd make them. I'd be like, you're going to freaking watch. You're going to be in the facility watching mm-hmm. the game until it's over with, just so the other players. Know that they're there because sometimes it is a little standoff. They're like, look at the freaking pitchers. Remember, it's not just pitchers about, though. They left no, the position. No, they on. did, but but those are guys they didn't want. But like Greg Maddox, do you remember their big deal in their heyday when when they were the aces and 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 they would go to a game and although they're not going to pitch, those guys would go play golf at the city they were in. They would go travel to the games and they'd show up, roll into the stadium. Sometimes after they've had a few beers, sit in the you know. And some players take a little offense to that because they're like. You are getting paid, even though you're not. And even though technically you're getting paid to pitch, you're getting paid to be a part of the team. Right. Just because you only pitch once every five days doesn't mean you know. So I would I would say okay I would make sure everybody knew you're going to be in the facility watching the game. Yeah, I wouldn't have a huge issue with that because I think they need to. But when their teammates come back and they say, "Hey, man, great job! I yeah. watched you play last night." I mean, it's just some bonding, some camaraderie, some everybody's on the same page. I will also say baseball, in the big scheme of things, as far as the major sports, is the most individual sure, team sport sure, there is. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And I can't say that about very many sports where it's like if you're watching, you know, your team, you can affect other people's play a lot. And baseball, obviously, that's very limited. I, no, I agree, but I, do, I think in the end... I see what you're saying, from a morale the, standpoint. In the end, from a morale standpoint, I think they want to know their teammates care enough to watch. I, I mean, get, you don't even have to go. Can you just turn on the TV? I can't imagine being you watch a, it on your phone. I can't mm. imagine being on a team and not wanting to go. Yeah, or at least watching every second. I would be sick not being on the dugout or being on. You know, I what understand. Don't make them not go. Let them rest. Mm. You know, let them be in the comfort. Of course, we don't know what they're doing, but assume, I mean, I, that's why I'd have them there with the training staff. You know, mm. I'd be having them rub their arms down or put them in ice buckets or something. But, but I, I sure would think that I would want the other t- the rest of the team to know they were watching you play. We'll hit some first Arkansas Bank and Trust text uh, offerings coming up in a second. Let me get JW in here before the top of the hour. What's up, man? Hey, man. I got a question. I'm confused on this uh, portal thing. So I understand we get some players from Georgia. That's awesome. And then other times that we can't, they can't transfer to, they got to transfer out of the conference. So I don't know when they can and when they can't. And is there any chance of us getting that uh, four or five star, depending on which one you look at, defensive lineman? And are we looking at defensive linemen for, uh, from Nebraska? But I don't understand how sometimes we can get players from Georgia and then other times, like that five star or four star guy, defensive lineman from Georgia, we couldn't get. I don't, I don't understand that in the portal day. And I'll hang up and listen because I have to listen to you on that. I don't know anything about that. There was a portal deadline, uh, and they had passed that deadline, and you would have to sit out a year to transfer within the SEC. That's an SEC rule. You have to transfer out of the portal by a certain date. This was after the date. That's why he ended up going to USC, so he didn't have to sit out a year. Didn't know that was a thing. Learned something every day, no matter how so hard he tried not to. he procrastinated, mm-hmm. and it got him where he couldn't decide. Correct. Or he didn't get the NIL money he wanted from the school. Hmm. I bet that's not the case. At USC, I'm sure it isn't. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's not. <laughs> All right, final hour coming up. And what the hell, Coach? Can't wait. I know that's right. I'm talking about Elliot's Mexican Grill. Take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. The key special, a Mexican abachi dish with fresh steak, chicken, or shrimp. Tuesdays are Taco Tuesdays, and they're only $1.99 at Elliot's. And now they're serving homemade tortillas. Fresh pies for dessert along with soft-serve ice cream. Elliot's Mexican Grill award-winning Mexican food with daily lunch specials.